I'm taking over this territory. From now on, it's mine. Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another special edition of the Cheats Movement podcast. I'm so excited. We've had really good guests over the last uh, couple of weeks and months, and this is no different. Uh, joining me today, I'm really excited to talk to Jason Mead, aka Hat Crawler on all your social media. If you know anything about me, you know I'm a huge, huge hat uh, fan. I, well, never mind. I'm going to take that back. Because I thought I was a hat fan <laughs> until I met or saw people like Jason and their team at Views from the Vault and everything that they do. And I realized that I had to step my game up. So, Jason, <laughs> wel- welcome to the Cheats Movement. So excited to have you. Yeah, man. I, I, it's a pleasure being on here. Uh, I hope I don't bring your level of guests down too much. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, every, every show has a, has a dip every now and then. No, not <laughs> at all. I'm going to tell you what you've done more than anything else is – one, you provide a public service that mm-hmm. I don't think most people, like people ask me all the time, hey, where do you get your hats? But I don't have any type of public service that you have. Tell me about Hat Crawler, because I really do think it's a public service. It's changing my life. So <laughs> being a, no, seriously, being able to actually see amazing hats being released and hats that I wouldn't even mm-hmm. have thought of, and not only being able to see them, but being able to link directly to know where they're coming from, purchase them, even if I miss out on a drop, I'm able to get familiar with the new shop. How did all of this come about? Tell us a little bit about Hatcrawler as a social media platform and, okay. and when and how did it take off? Uh, so it was probably about um, five years ago, four or five years ago. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I, I started, uh, I mean, I've always worn hats, um, but I really started uh collecting hats one of my coworkers dared me to grow my hair out and so and uh and, and my hair I got to the point where you know it was too short to style and too long to <laughs> do anything with so I started wearing hats and and I realized man I can't wear the same hat every single day um so I was traveling a lot for work too so I would go to like uh, a stadium in the city I was traveling to go pick up a hat and I soon realized that wasn't enough so then I started looking online for, for places that were selling hats. I found a ton and I found a, a ton of um, awesome styles uh, and nobody was really promoting these, right? Like um, a lot, especially a lot of the smaller shops, they didn't have a social media presence at all. Um, so I would just start posting them to IG. Um, whenever I found a new hat, I'd post it to IG and um, people seemed to gravitate towards it. And so I um, soon I, uh, wrote a program that that does it for me and uh it's just blown up since since then so no this is a good point so mm-hmm. because i you just when we were talking offline you said you just got back from vacation and i was like mm-hmm. how do you go to vacation that <laughs> crawler never stops and so uh, exp- explain that part to me because i'm assuming now like you said it's, a, it's an algorithm that kind of mm-hmm. knows when releases or or are you in contact with these stores how do how do you uh, get both. the information that how do you get the information that works out? Um, well, you know, I, I follow their social media accounts a lot to, to know when drops are happening. Um, and then a lot of times I just, you know, well, constantly hit the hit the site um, looking for new hats. Um, but yeah, then uh, then my program emails me with all the details and I, and I post it to IG. Um, so it's, it's actually pretty streamlined at this point. Um, 
So that's why it's not too difficult for me to keep up even when I am on vacation. Uh, I was just, I was posting some hats uh, by the pool on Sunday. Um, <laughs> had to be careful not to drop my phone, but um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, just, just a lot of spending a lot of time on social media, on the sites. Um, a lot of them, some reach out and say, Hey, can, can we get on hat crawler? Um, so yeah. When was that? When was the first time that happened? Because that's got to be a cool feeling when you're oh, like yeah. just doing something, and then out of nowhere, somebody's like, "Hey, look, we love what you're doing. Uh, can can you post our hats on your site?" Oh uh, yeah, that was probably um, you know shortly after it started. I think it was, I'm, I think it was Hat Heaven because um, mm-hmm. they had just launched a, a web presence. They had a, a store in the Bronx for years. Mm-hmm. They had finally just gone online. Uh, and I kind of discovered them and then they reached out to me and said, Hey, uh, we'd love to, we'd love to have our stuff, uh, on there. Could, could you post it for us? I'm like, Holy crap. Somebody, somebody's actually paying attention. So, uh, that's when I knew I had some, uh, is when, when, when that first store reached out, I was like, Hey, now, yeah, so talk to me about like the last year, like pandemic hat year. Oh man. Because- it's- it feels, I'll tell you what it feels like. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I started like most, I, I, I'm, I could be wrong, but like a lot of hat collectors, I started in the sneaker game, right? I was in the sure, sneaker yeah. game um, when I probably missed like the really, really cool parts of the sneaker game, which what mm-hmm. I think about as a bit of a purist, I'm thinking the cool part of the sneaker game is like, oh, I'm in Virginia. I'm going to travel to New York, Baltimore, Philly, go to mom and pop shop, ask for the, you know, the counter guy, go behind the desk, pull this thing out that I've never seen before. So I was a little bit uh, at the tail end of that, but Mm -hmm. really in the explosion of like, you know, you can really find cool stuff online. And and now I've actually pretty much out of the sneaker. I'm not out of it. I like sneakers, but it's now it's like, you know, every site has the same sneakers. It's, whoever has the most money and like they're going to release like as little as possible to do yep. this thing. And that turned last during, especially during the pandemic, beginning of the pandemic stuff really turned me off. And that's when I really started paying attention to the hat world, which mm-hmm. reminds me of kind of early sneaker culture in some ways, yep. even today it's gone. I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like it's gone at an accelerated pace. So like the hat game today is starting to remind me a little bit of where like the sneaker game is gone already. And I'm For like, sure. uh, I don't know if there's a timeline uh, in regards to like when it's just kind of the same, but tell me right. about this last year and what you've seen in kind of hat culture and like, what direction do you think it's going? I mean, it's just exploded in the, the last year. Um, if you look at like say hat club at, at the beginning of last year, they had maybe 20,000 Instagram followers mm-hmm. right now they have like 400,000 um it, it it's just absolutely exploded um and you're right it is starting to feel like the sneaker game from what I've been told I'm not mm-hmm. much into sneakers I'm too mm-hmm. old to, to bend over and tie my shoes <laughs> so uh so um but yeah it, it we're starting to see bots we're starting to see um cook groups we're starting to see all sorts of stuff just for hats um mm-hmm. you know so there's some stores that it's nearly impossible to manually buy a hat off mm-hmm. um but the the 
key difference between the, the hat world and the sneaker world is there isn't a limited supply of hats. Um, it's, I've heard this before, but explain it to me. Yeah, because, yeah. But, but no, because I have. I heard like, you know, sneaker run is a sneaker run and it's done. But yep. like every individual mm-hmm. store usually has, is it like an account manager that can order? Yep. That, explain to me how that works. I think uh, the uh, audience in particular would like to know. Yeah. So I, I know just a little bit about the inner workings of New Era, right? Because I, I don't have a, an account with them. So I, you know, I don't have a rep or anything. But yeah, basically there's reps. Um, that that work with the stores uh, to submit orders, um, and New Era will essentially provide any hat um, to any store if they're willing to order it. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like the sneaker world, where Nike, you know, purposely yeah. purposely limits the production just to to, to build hype and and yep. and um, uh, demand. Um, the only limits in the hat world is the ability of the store to buy as many hats as they possibly can, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's one of the key differences between the two is, yeah, there's still limited, limited runs of hats and, and, and that's more just a, a facility of, uh, resources for the hat stores themselves. Like how much money do they have? How much time do they have to, to ship out these orders? How much, you know, how much shipping capacity do they actually have? Um, but that being said, any number of stores could sell the, the exact same hat and, and we have access to all of those. So, um, but yeah, it, it is getting a lot like the sneaker world. Hopefully it doesn't get all the way there where you can't get a hat ever. Um, right. But um, yeah. Well, it's... two things that I hear is a little bit of an adjustment on on what kind of previously happened. And one of those I want to talk to you about because I think you have mm-hmm. a new release coming is I've heard like the pin game. So not just the hat game, mm-hmm. but the pins on the hats yeah. is really like, if you get a certain hat and you and you don't have the pin, now now it's like, <laughs> oh well, you don't have yeah. the, the hat crawler pin that came with the hat on the release. So right, talk, right. and I know you're you're in the pin game or getting in the pin game. Is that yep. is that another element? Talk to me a little bit about like, is that something that that's also taken off with the hats? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it has a lot of, uh, to do with the, the the ability to even not get the hats, um, whereas yeah. pins are a lot more accessible. Um, so, you, you know, it really started a lot in, in New York City. Um, those kids uh, would be waiting outside, you know, NoHo and, and some of those other stores for, for drops. Um, and they'd be trading pins, um, you know, kind of but going back, you know, like to baseball cards and, and mm-hmm. Pokemon and Pogs and all that stuff. Um, but they just brought it to the hat world, too. Um, so they'd be trading some pins, um, making pins, um, and so, yeah, I, I uh, released a couple of pins a, a few weeks ago uh, and the response was crazy. And I sold out in like days. I was expecting mm-hmm. to have a pile of them still sitting here. <laughs> right, so, right. Uh, so, yeah, so I got a, I got a few more in the works. Um, they'll be here in a couple of weeks and I'll put them up on my site. Um, but, yeah, the pin, pin game's taken off. Um, a lot of other accessories have taken off. I know Manolo, um, Manolo Prado, he's in Atlanta. His clothing designer, he's done, um, uh, they're like T-clips for like mm-hmm. golf course. You know, mm-hmm. like when you're golfing, you put a T-clip. He made some custom ones of those for, for like hat clips. Um, yeah, just the accessories have taken off as well. It, it, a lot like the sneaker game too, right? So. so talk to me a little bit about uh, your YouTube show that you're a part of. These yeah. from the vault. 
which again, all of these things. So mm-hmm. pandemic, hat interest, hats, pins, your social media, other social medias, and then views from the vault comes about. And all of this has led to possibly more arguments with my wife than ever before. <laughs> because now I'm ordering all of this stuff and she's just yeah. like, you only have one head. What's going right. on? Right, 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 um, right. But I, I love it. I, I love views from the vault. I'm, I'm, I can actually sense when it started and, and, and it started and then um, you, you came on a, a, you know, a couple episodes in per se. Mm-hmm. But I can easily see this as something me and my friends would be like, we have no idea if this is going to work. Right. And it turns out to be like uh, a really awesome kind of growth in, I call it a phenomenon, but we'll see. Um, talk to me about the show. And then I have a couple questions about just like yeah. the show in itself. But how did you um, get look, linked up with Pierre and Leon and, and those guys? Yeah. And now you're a regular on like, mm-hmm. I guess the only, <laughs> the only hat show <laughs> exclusive, like there's others, but Views from the there's Vault others. is like, as, as real, as a really good one. Yeah. How'd that come about? Well, yeah, it started uh, like almost exactly a year ago, a year and a week ago. Um, mm. And and it was Pierre and Leon just wanting to do something. Um, they had been, you know, cooped up in their houses for about a month because of the pandemic. Um, and so they just decided to, hey, um, we'll, uh, we'll just start a live show on our uh, hat group, um, Fitted Hat Society on Facebook. And um, they just you know, let's get together and talk hats. And um, they did a few episodes. Um, and then they asked me to come on um, just to interview me, you know, a lot like what we're doing right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I came on and, and they're like, okay, that's, that's cool. We, we interviewed and, and went really well. And then they decided they wanted to do a weekly hat review. Like what were all the hats that came out this week? And so they reached out to me um, because, you know, of Hat Crawler, um, to see if I could, you know, help put together some slides or, or some uh, visuals to, to go through every hat that came out. And, and from there, they asked me to join the team. And we've been doing that week in review uh, every week since. So I think we're on like something like episode 52 of that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just grown. I mean, we, we started uh, doing two live shows a week. And then yeah, uh, the, the work output is outrageous. It's yeah, outrageous. We, we, yeah. And then uh, people are la- asking, you know, maybe we could do some uh, shorter content um, more often because they didn't, you know, a lot of people couldn't devote two nights, you know, multiple hour shows. Mm. Um, and so we, we've uh, got rid of that Wednesday live show and we've been doing like, you know, small 20, 30 minute episodes, like twice a day. Um, <laughs> yeah. For everything from like hat maintenance, um, yeah. we do a lot of stuff with the clink room. We do um, previews of drops, uh, just all sorts of crazy stuff. And then we always have done our, our weekly uh, live show Saturday night at 9 p.m. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, now, did yeah. you know? Did you know those guys prior to you being interviewed by them? Uh, I had been following Leon on mm-hmm. um, social media uh, for a while, and then. Uh, Pierre, not really. I hadn't really talked to him at all. Mm-hmm. Um, just, uh, just basically through those first few episodes that they did from Views from the Vault, and uh, yeah, it's, it's well, just been the chemistry on the show is really good. Like yeah, I think everybody have... kind of plays their role, and 
it's it's pretty good and it seems i mean obviously you've done so many shows for like a year now Mm -hmm. but it's Mm -hmm. really funny uh when you guys try to figure out like you're gonna guess like oh i know which one jason's gonna hate (laughs) (laughs) or i know which one like you're gonna yeah pick up so yeah we yeah it's really cool it's four basically very different personalities. Right? Yeah. So I think that's why it works out so well. We all have our different tastes and hats. Um, and, and those tastes obviously have evolved over the year. Um, but like, like up till six months ago, there's no way you'd catch me in a side patch hat. But now, shoot, half my collection has side patches on it. Um, you, see, you seem to be a little bit more of the hat purist of the group there. And, and so, yeah, ways. and I, I, enjoy, I, I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So my background too is I started collecting a lot of minor league teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like just the diversity of logos and colors and, and everything like that. And so those are a little simpler, um, a little more um, of the classic look more, most of the time. And so that, that's what I gravitate to um, most of the time. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's just so many options for, for everybody out there. Um, like I always say, there's a hat for every head. Um, so yeah, that's, <laughs> Yeah, so there's tons of options if you like the the colorways, the side patches, the clean logos, like you know some of these up here. Um, yeah, just so many places releasing hats and so many different styles. It's it's awesome. It's a great time to be a fitted collector for sure. Now, have you got into? I know you got into the pin game. Have you got into the customs game as well? Because it seems like a little bit of a different animal when you're mm-hmm. making custom custom hats and. I think it's a almost an acquired taste or a unique taste because somebody that is obviously, you know, even really in the hats may not be in the hats where it's like, Oh, I've never seen that hat before. And I don't right. fully understand like what the logo is. Have you, have you dabbled in customs? How's that worked out? Oh yeah. Uh, I got quite a few uh, custom hats. Um, in fact, uh, that's one of the reasons I grew, joined some of the Facebook groups is because um, that was the only way to get some, some custom design hats. Um, but now with the clink room 2.0 coming back, um, we've seen the explosion of, of those. Um, and, and, um, Pierre has a, a line of hats called good hats that he does with John from Ink Park. Um, they're all custom hats. Leon has the capologist, um, which is another custom hat store. Um, so yeah, custom hats are, are awesome. They always get talked about whenever I wear them out, like, Hey, where's that logo from or, or whatever. I always have to explain that it's, you know, it's a custom artist uh, making a hat and, and stuff like that. So yeah, custom hats. Uh, I've collected quite a few of those in my day. That's for sure. And is it, and you said, uh, I think we teased, there's a hat crawler hat coming or has they, have there been several or what iteration no. are we on with hat crawler? Uh, we are on iteration. Uh, well, we'll call it the beta release, if you will. Okay. <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, I'm doing a seed release and then uh, I'll have a more general pre-order uh, in a couple of months when, when the hats finally arrive. Now for and, someone that is so, uh, you know, so familiar now with hats and you've seen all types uh, of hats, when you create your own, is there like a baseline that you start with? Like, is there fundamental things that like this hat has to be this? What um, are some, like without giving it away, what are some of right, the right. core yeah. values of a custom hat crawler hat? Uh, so I just started basically with what color I wanted to use um, and then just built the hat from there. Right. Um, obviously I already had the logo. Um, so that was easy. And then I just, you know, decided what colors I wanted it to use. Um, 
and, and you know pick the eyelets and the buttons and the under and everything mm-hmm. so th- this first iteration i'm going very classic very uh stick to my roots um red hat white front panels i love i love the front panels i know they're mm-hmm. not everybody's uh flavor but and a gray <laughs> gray, gray gray under um very right. classic looking uh very classic looking uh baseball hat so but yeah that's the other thing i wanted to uh talk about is you see a lot of these stores coming out with all these custom colorways and and everything like that and and people think it's so easy to do right you're just picking colors mm-hmm. um we've actually done a couple of collaborations um the views from the vault team has done a couple of collaborations i know pierre's done a ton um it is much more difficult than it actually looks because mm-hmm. uh, you got to think that every logo every side patch um has you know, up to six or seven colors or spots that colors are available. Um, New Era has 300 some different thread colors, uh, 200 different fabric colors. Um, So throwing together a a hat um, design is not easy at all. I've done like three of them so far. Um, None of them have released yet, but the first one took like four hours. Mm. It's just like picking, you know, figuring out first, what logos do you want to use? What side patches do you want to use? it's yeah, it's not an easy process. And I give props to uh, some of these stores that just do it absolutely remarkably, uh, especially like my fitteds hat. Yeah, phenomenal. Well, my fitteds is crazy with their, their color picking. Um, just absolutely crazy. And the storytelling that they put into each hat, it's not just some five minute pick, you know, paint by number. Uh, there's a lot of work that goes into it for sure. Well, there's two phenomenons I do want to ask you about. And mm-hmm. because one is one is because I don't I don't understand one of them. Okay. <laughs> Only because of geography. So I'm in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. We don't have a we don't have a hat club in, no. in Richmond, Virginia. So we have we ha- we had a ton of lids. We have like as a store. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when I uh, started kind of following closely and started to hear hat club, hat club, hat club, mm-hmm. and to to an extent where like there's a brand loyalty there. There are some yeah. individuals that are like, if it's not hat club, I'm not buying it. Right. And I, I you know, again, somebody that I thought I, I think follows this stuff fairly closely. I didn't fully understand that hat club was just like a store, right? It's, yeah, just, like it's, it's just a chain. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, what's going on here? Like right. what's happening? Um, right. Talk to me a little bit about what you've seen with Hat Club and why have they, like, how, do, if in your opinion, how have they kind of become almost like the Nike or the Yeezy? They're like, they're like Nike, Yeezy, all these things for hats yeah. rolled into one. And um, it's like, how, how did this happen? So I, I'm not sh- fully sure. I'll, I'll speculate. Yeah, but yeah. Um, they were the originators of, of the pink bottle, right? They were the first ones that that mass released, well, not mass released, but uh, made available to the public the the pink undervisor. Right. Um, and I think from that they just grew, you know, um, drew a cult following. Like mm. kid, um, like I was saying before, kids would line up outside that that NoHo store of theirs, mm-hmm. starting at like eleven p.m. the night before, mm. uh, before. Uh, so they would always release their exclusives in store at, at, on Saturday. They would line up, you know, Friday night, camp out all night just to, to get uh, a piece of that, uh, you know, buy opportunity to buy a hat, buy a pink bottom. And um, 
I think it's just the cult following, um, the social media accounts from all those, all those people, um, have just grown immensely. Um, cause you know, frankly, nobody had anything to do. Uh, they weren't going out. Right. They're not going out to the clubs. <laughs> right. They're not, you know, going to sporting events or concerts <laughs> or anything like growth, that. Right. Right. So the only thing they had to do was buy hats. Um, and so it's just, it's, um, just grown from there. And, and I, I totally get brand loyalty, um, store loyalty. If that's your thing, absolutely go for it. Um, but I, I tend to buy from wherever I see a hat that I like, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll buy it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy how much um, just all hat, the whole hat industry has grown in the last year. And a lot of that does have to do with, with um, Hat Club and, and um, just the innovations that they brought the pink bottom and the icy blue bottoms and all these mm-hmm. different color collections and, and crazy things like that. It's yeah, definitely helped explode it for sure. It's insane. It's insane. My, yeah. my theory also is that like, like you were saying, geography matters, right? So that, mm-hmm. knows, that NoHo store, hat club store yep. in New York is, is really kind of, it seemed to me, and I could be wrong because I don't know the other hat club stores right. all over the country, but it seemed like they were like doing these innovative things out of that yep. store. And yep. really kind of adopted, like I said, some of that sneaker culture in mm-hmm. the NoHo store. And right. it turned into like, you know, this is and, turned into a bigger thing. Yep. And that, and that has a lot to do with um, Justin, uh, JFM, GMT uh, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Instagram, being the manager of the store at the time. Yep. Uh, so he was a manager of the store and a, a designer for the company. Uh, I think he's since moved on. I don't know. Uh, he might just be a designer now, but, um, uh, yeah, so it, it basically just, you know, a lot of it started there and, yeah. and, and so the demand grew out of there and then they finally released uh, some of these on their website and it's just absolutely blown up. Um, so I'm interested to, the other thing I want to ask you about, and I'm interested about it because some of the social media stuff you've already mentioned, uh, especially the Fit Hat Society, um, on Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And all that I, I follow closely, those particular groups are new era 5950 groups. Mm-hmm. And yes. it seems it seems as if kind of the, the default stock hat, if you will, that is covered on a, on a lot of these platforms are new era 5950s. Yeah. Um, talk to me is it, I understand that that's also like they've got the license for MLB. Those are the game. Those are the game worn hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you know minor league baseball as well new era right. has, has got it locked um they've done an amazing job but are right. there are, are do you entertain other hats like you know Ebbetsfield flannel or or, or 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 just other companies that are making hats um or uh, other styles personally no okay. uh, i wear i wear 5950s that's just really the style i like i like the structured um six panel hat um, if Ebbett Field flannels would make uh, a structured six-panel hat, um, they, I would definitely be interested in those. Mm-hmm. Uh, base, baseballism, um, they do a lot of cool designs. They, they do some do cool a, stuff. Man, yeah. they do. Yeah, I just, I just haven't pulled the trigger on, on any of those yet. Um, mm. But it, it's, it's just a personal preference um, mm. for me personally. Uh, some people are like 59, 50 or die or they hate them. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people like my age don't like, like wearing them because they do have kind of a boxy look to them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, the low profiles, the low profiles change that, right? 
Yeah, the low profile change that. Um, but you know me, I like wearing my hats really low, um, mm. and so I don't like the low profiles at all. Um, oh, just, well, okay. They don't they don't fit low enough for me. I like I like to cover my head. So <laughs> right, right. Um, I get jokes all the time. Hey, you don't have any eyebrows? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's just how I wear my hats. I always worn my hats this way. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's I, so interesting. I, yeah. I, yeah. I uh, I, so as a is interesting because I was I, I started hunting for a lot of Negro League stuff, so sure. it was like Negro League hats. Um, and at the time I started hunting for them, there it was a little bit prior to the hundredth centennial last year, right? Yeah, and it was a little bit more difficult, you know. Yeah. So I would look for you know I, I discovered a couple other other companies. The idea was I wanted to try to stay as true to on on field as possible, right. which so, I've yeah. learned. Which I've learned is extremely difficult. Yeah, Ebbets, Ebbets would be your probably best bet on those. It's American uh, Needle, Ebbets. Oh, American um, Needle, yeah. Yeah, American Needle is I think because they have the they you know if you the contract wise they have the contract in like the you know thirties forties they had like MLB contracts yeah. back then it right yeah it was kind of all um, teams could pick it wasn't like oh right. the league made the deal like different teams right. could pick and so. I think there was actually a lawsuit behind that in the long term when when they made the deal league wide and say like this is your hat supplier. Right. Uh, I think they they actually sued um, to say like oh individual teams should be able to choose, but they, they didn't win. Um, right. And that, but, that was yeah. fairly you know fairly recently in the history of Major League Baseball, right? I think For, in the history of Major League Baseball, absolutely. It was like 1993, I think, is when mm-hmm. you were uh, finally secured the the rights to the entire league. So yeah, it's, um, it, it's crazy. So yeah. before I get you out of here, Jason, this has okay. been a pleasure. And well, thank you. No, no, this has been fun. And so you do a thing on social media where it's like, I think you do it by the week. It's like your top nine, like releases. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to expand that because this is uh, hopefully the first time that some of uh, the people that will be listening or be familiar with you. So, okay. uh, and all of your stuff. So talk to me about like, say like your top five. I'm, I'm a big hip hop guy. So all the things we do Ooh. on this, we, no, 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 we do on the site <laughs> is like, so, you know, the classic hip hop debate, who's in your top yeah. five. Okay. Flip it to hats if we can. Okay. I don't know if you can. Do you have a top five? This is going to be in my top five of hats. My greatest, oh, greatest dude, MCs that. of all. T- That's why it's hard, Jason. That's why it's hard. If you're right. talking about Biggie, Tupac, you know. Uh, whoever rock him, whoever's in your top five MCs, it's always a fight. So, do you right. have a top five hats? Oh, uh, man, that's a that's a tough question. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, up, number up three, num- uh, number one um, is always the hat on my head, right? Okay. No matter okay. what I'm wearing, that's going to be my favorite hat at the moment. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm trying. Yeah, I got a stack of hats over here. I'm I'm looking at. Um, you know, recently, one of my favorite hats, and it's it's the, the one that got me to actually buy my first uh, side patch, is um, Manolo. Uh, I mentioned him before. Did a collaboration with Hat Club, and he did a Milwaukee Braves uh, 1957 World Series side patch mm-hmm. in, in black with a peach bottom. Okay. Um, I just I I'm a big fan of the peach bottom UV. I was gonna, does the undervisor uh, yeah. matter to you? It does. um to a certain extent um it it, to me it has to make sense with the rest of the hat 
Like okay. if you take it like an on-field hat and just slap any color underneath, that that doesn't make sense. Um, but the story he he had behind that hat in particular, um, it being an M logo, my last name, uh, Braves being my my favorite team. Um, yeah, that was that was a winner for sure. Um, there was a, a peach blossom hat by mm. by my fitteds. Uh, was an all peach hat. Uh, Braves um, with a floral under. Okay. Uh, I normally I'm not a huge floral guy, but the colors of the the, the flowers in, in the under visor match perfectly with the logo and the side patch. Um, so that's that's another one of my all time favorites. Um, boy, and then um, there's one that I actually don't have, and I hope somebody would release it. What? Yeah. How, how uh, does this yeah so i'm i'm from western iowa um and so growing up really the only entertainment options we had uh being underage uh was going to sioux city explorers baseball baseball game they're an independent team um used to be in the northern league now it's like the american independently or something like that uh but yeah they're they're x hat uh they had a logo that's just an x um and and they used to have a new era. I know they, I had one in high school, um, but it's got beat up and destroyed and everything like that. So if I could get my hands on one of those again, um, that would definitely make my top five. And then, man, I don't know. All right. <laughs> I don't, don't want to stress yeah, you. Yeah. I love it. That yeah. sur- Look, are you, I, I'm surprised though. I'm glad you went with, uh, with CC because I, I know you're a minor league guy as well. So it's right. like, uh, I, I have a um, uh, a collector friend of mine uh, in, in town here who started a mission. And I, I mean, obviously he, bandwidth is an issue, but he was like going to pick every major league team and buy a hat from every sure. class in the, oh. uh, so every class, like, so it's like, if he's the Atlanta Braves, he's got to go, you know, single a Eastern league, like double a yeah. triple a, and he was going to buy at least one hat from each for the collection. Okay. Uh, and, it, and I mean, it's an amazing feat. I think he's got a couple divisions done, but he's been doing it for years. And it's like, right. He also well, tries his, to get, go to the game. So, yeah, his his job just got a lot easier, unfortunately, because of oh, the major, minor league baseball realignment, um, where they they dropped a bunch of teams. Yeah, um, it's, so we have a double A, we have an Eastern League affiliate here in Richmond, and there was a lot. Yep. So in uh, the Richmond's Flying Squirrels, I mean, if you have Absolutely. any Flying Squirrels yep. hats, I do. Uh, uh, I picked up their faux back last year. Oh, I got that. I got that the other yeah, day. Yeah, I love that hat. Yep. Yeah, they're all red with the with the state on it and the R. So, yep. uh, it's No, it's a really good one. Um, and so the interesting thing, they're, they're affiliated with the San Francisco Giants and have been for the last decade. Mm-hmm. And with the realignment, uh, I know that team over there was really – like now and I think they're the only – they're the only East Coast team, double-A team, that, that has a West Coast – major oh, okay. league affiliate because of all the yeah. realignment yep. that took place so we stayed with the giants but it's a it, it, it's a big it's a kind of the realignment was a big shift and i know it caused yeah. a lot of stress um yeah i know they're I mean, they're oh good e- e- even even just for hat collectors right because i mean we lost you know 50 some 50 some hats that's amazing uh, i know that's i know amazing. i know it's it's a selfish way to look at it but uh <laughs> 
I'm, no, I'm glad, it's fine. I'm, it's important. I'm glad. I'm glad they were actually able to find homes for for most of those teams. Yep. I think there was only maybe a handful of teams that that completely uh, shut down. So yep. that's that's good at least. Yeah. Well, Jason, this has been an absolute pleasure, and uh, I am a huge fan of what you do. Again, mm-hmm. on on the show, views from the vault, what you do on your uh, on your social media as well. Um, and more than anything else, like I said, it's, it's one thing to be a hat collector and there's a lot of hat collectors online. Yeah. A lot of those hat collectors don't tell you <laughs> where, like where they get their stuff and what's and oh, what sure. stores they get to. And yeah. hat crawler is amazing because it's not only is it, um, you know, a great repository, but it's also, like I said, a public service. It shares the information. Mm-hmm. And again, there, are, I, I would say at least eight stores that I had no clue about. Um, yeah. Even if I missed the drop, like, cause I right. can check next time I can go right. and be like, Oh, now I know what great stand in Chicago is. And it's just yeah. like, yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Do you, do you, last thing I'll ask is, do you have a favorite store? Oh, um, n- no, I have, uh, this would have been, been a lot. Putting you on the spot. <laughs> no, no, this would have been, uh, a better top five uh, okay. my favorite hat stores okay um, well you can I, run it down if you like yeah obviously hat club um just not only for their their uh uh awesome uh design colorways but um you know for their retro minor league stuff um sure. they have the design collective stuff which is you know more in that custom custom logo mm-hmm. um just and they drop daily uh, almost so that that's a great place uh, my fitteds um just the absolute John Jay and his team there do a fantastic job of putting together custom is, colorways. Is there a secret to my fitteds? Cause I've never like, even when I like am right on hot crawler and it pops up, they're already sold out. So it's like, is there yeah, something uh, about my fitted? Is there, what's the, what's the, what's the secret? You tell me how I can get a hat off my fitteds and I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, uh, the secret is good luck. Um, they're, <laughs> they're a really small shop. Um, so their, their quantities are, are kind of limited, um, sure. but their, their designs are impeccable. Um, Hat Heaven. Yep. Great store for the classic looking, you know, gray bottom, uh, nothing too flashy. They bring back a lot of retro minor league logos, a lot of retro uh, major league logos, mm-hmm. just clean looking hats. Uh, Toppers from Austria. Really uh, good. Really great really stuff. Yeah, yeah. Pat's, Pat's, uh, uh, I've talked to Pat quite a bit. Um, he fastest shipping in the game. I just placed really? an order order yesterday. It's going to be here Thursday. I, I, I can't even get hats from uh, domestic places that fast. That's insane. Uh, um, and then number five, I know I'm missing somebody here. Um, uh, We'll throw lids in there for being the uh, sure where everybody starts. Are you are you down on lids? A lot of people are down on lids. Why are they down on lids? I don't understand. I just don't get it. Uh, a lot of it has to do with uh, the business and and having it. They sold lids.com to fanatics, uh, yep. uh, about a yep. year or so ago, maybe two years ago. Uh, the other thing is, you know, a lot of the stores are pretty bare bones, like my oh, store, God. local store here basically carries major league baseball on fields and that's about that's it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're starting to really step up their game. Um, 
they have a in-house design team now. They're starting to drop their own custom collections. Um, really, re- really good stuff coming out from them. So they did. Um, I, so I have the you know New York Cubans hat on with the uh, yeah. hundred league anniversary, and I think that was a Lids exclusive at the time. It probably was. Yep. The, the problem is, I'm like I'm hunting peck as much as anyone else right and i've only seen outside of pictures i've seen pictures of other hats i've only been able to buy like five right right but i know in pictures no so i I always wondered if it's like is it me or is it them and i'm starting to think that it was like they just didn't like granted pandemic no minor league baseball no hundredth anniversary and that's it but i'm starting to think they just didn't release a ton of these hats they did uh and if they did um they only put, you know, select teams and, and select stores. Yeah. Like I only um, saw a handful. Like, well, like um, the, they did a recent run of like eight different um, color undervisor hats, right? Not a single store in, in my entire state got any of those. Okay. Uh, so if I, I didn't order them online, um, but yeah, uh, they're, they're finally starting to get things figured out. And you got to remember too, they're, hundreds times bigger than any of these other stores um, right so just the amount of hats they have to move and distribute and stuff like that and actually collect in their warehouse it's insane so uh, they move a little slower than the little guys um but they're they're coming back for sure jason i'm gonna let you go this has been phenomenal uh yeah, it's been let, time, huh? t- tell folks really quick last time where they can mm-hmm. follow you, where they can follow the show, everything that you're doing and what yeah. to look out for in the future. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all hat crawler at hat crawler. Uh, I post uh, as many hats as I can find that aren't sold out already. <laughs> so that's getting a little bit harder to do. Um, and then uh, on YouTube uh, views from the vault. Um, our signature show is Saturdays at 9 PM Eastern. Uh, we reviewed the entire week in hats and we usually have special guests like last week we had t mark on a couple of weeks ago we had j tips on um it's just a lot of fun it's just you know four dudes talking hats what they like what they don't like uh and we got new content um coming out daily so make sure you subscribe turn your notifications on um yeah you will get a lot of notifications you get a lot of no- there's a yeah. lot uh yeah. but uh but, yeah. no, this has been a pleasure Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cheats Movement. Um, until next time, I'm so excited to uh, be able to have these conversations uh, with, with special guests like Jason, but with all of you. So until next time, we see it. I'm taking over this territory. From now on,